And so now, now all of a sudden we're on microphones. You guys don't want to talk about Power Rangers anymore. I don't know. What? I wasn't talking about Power Rangers. You were. I was for sure. I was, yeah. dude. Let's dive right in. Let's dive Episode in. Episode twenty nine. Yes. And so this is this is kind of this is kind of a big deal. We've got an amazing probably i mean i'm just gonna say it at the top maybe the best guitar player i've ever met stop Nathaniel definitely murphy stop. Yeah, sitting man. here what's up man oh thank you very i'm, I'm doing all right <laughs> thank you for for having me oh thank, thank you, you so much for being here he's humble too he is <laughs> oh absolutely uh so we're going to dive right into the symphony of corrections here. This is one of our first segments that we usually do uh, because we make a lot of mistakes. <clears throat> but this is probably the biggest correction we've ever had to make on the show. And you don't even know what's about to happen. Okay. Because this is episode 29 right here. But we're changing the name of the podcast, officially rebranding as of today. This is a okay. big a big deal. So this formerly known as Gear Hunks Podcast, yeah. from here on out, shall be known as the Gear Buds Podcast. Gear Buds. Ah, ah Okay. Earbuds. It's, it's kind of just nicer. It's just kind of nice. Kind of kind of. It kind of gives me a good feeling. And yeah. uh, not that we hated Gear Hunks in any way. You know, we love the the legacy that we've had in those first twenty eight episodes. But you know, it's just time for a change, and that change happened at the top of the symphony. Yeah, it's to Gearbuds. I, I was I was a bit intimidated when you said Hunks. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. See that? Yeah. This is exactly the problem. <laughs> that's the Thank kind of feedback. We, that. Yeah, that's we, we appreciate that. I went to the gym <laughs> just to, just before this. <laughs> I thought we were going like to take our shirts off swole. and stuff. Yeah. Get a nice uh, pump. We usually do some push-ups before yeah. the guests Sometimes, arise. yeah. You, know, you got you to look good. He's 10. Yeah, I so, ran here. So. <laughs> you kind of did, actually, from about at least a block away. Uh, so that's a big correction so, uh, yeah. from here on out. I, you know, I'm still going to have to figure out a bunch of back-end internet shit. Uh, yeah, it might take a, a minute. Domain, but yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, we'll... we'll uh, We'll have to update, we, and and just it just so happens to coincide with the fact that we've been doing a little bit of logo th- changing. Dave's mm-hmm. been h- hard at work at some things going yep. on in Getting the back some end. promo materials up, some some things for the internet, Very some shirts, exciting. the things, and uh, so now it's gear gear buds, gear buds. Um, sweet, that was easy. That was easy. I thought it was going to be a little more painful. Yeah, than that. no, there wasn't much pushback from that. I'm a sentimental dude, and and I get really <clears throat> sensitive about certain things, but I don't I don't know. I feel like it's the right move. I feel positive about. Well, it, yeah, you know like what I'm we, you, you know, we brought it up earlier, and I was like. Okay. You know, I didn't feel like I had to like, you know, go against it. You know? I know. I was nervous to bring it up, but I like right. it. Gearbuds. Gearbuds. Yeah. It's, it's just it's more friendly. It is more friendly. Really and um, I'm going to be totally honest here. <clears throat> I like the stupid double entendre of it being sort of a weed thing too, because you know, <laughs> I just, uh, I just, I support the, the green arts. We'll call them yeah. uh, next on the corrections list here. This is actually an interesting one. Last week, sort of off the cuff where we randomly were talking about, <clears throat> nine volt batteries and pedals and kind of like why it's nine volt batteries and i was mm-hmm. like i've never seen another pedal a pedal that doesn't like if it takes batteries it like d's it, or something right yeah uh turns out i just so happen to be popping open one of those new boss like double pedals that they have i can't remember the name of the series now off the top of my head they take double a batteries like a lot of them three of them oh three I, yeah An odd was number so of many, AA batteries. <laughs> i was so confused because <laughs> i opened strange. the box and it and it had double a batteries i was like why are, is this a remote control? What's going on? But yeah. apparently, for some reason, that pedal takes three AA batteries. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it definitely was worth. It warranted an item on the Symphony of Corrections. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for looking into that, man. That's actually <laughs> it was an it was an accidental yeah. investigation right there. Right. Uh, this is this is why I got to correct you on something, bud, yeah. because uh, we were talking. We got in a little weird movie hunks. Yeah. See, it's not hunk. See, it uh, it was movie hunks. Now it's gonna be movie. We can buzz. still say hunks for stuff. Can, some yeah. stuff. Right? I mean, we're still fucking handsome. I mean, but geez. We still worked out before <laughs> yeah. the episode. It turns out, twenty eight weeks later, was not directed. <laughs> Like Did I, I say Peter Jackson? By Peter Jackson. <laughs> uh, it was by a, a director by the name of Juan Carlos Fresnadillo. But I, 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 I knew no they had a bigger budget, was. but I guess it wasn't that big of a budget. No. So um, <laughs> that that was one that I'm sure everyone was really nervous about us uh, not correcting on there. Uh, that's all I got for the symphony. Yeah. Uh, as always, follow the Instagram, which will now be uh, Gear Buds. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're we're going to Nam. So keep keep hitting us off about that to come hang out with us out in Anaheim. That's right. And uh, oh, I wanted to actually give you know we were talking about uh, have, Nathaniel. Have you heard about something called the a little thunder pickup? No. It's a it's a basically a, a humbucker that also kind of has a MIDI thing going on that Billy Gibbons is out on tour with right now that oh. lets you 
uh, add octaves, uh, one octave down or two octaves down on just the bottom three strings. Oh, I like, which I like is the sound of that. Cool, and it's and it does sound awesome. Well, anyways, uh, connected with uh, the owner of the company on Instagram. So uh, shout out to a new friend over at a Little Thunder Pickups. Pretty awesome. Very cool. Oh, I have um, to check them out. Yeah. You will have to check them out. Definitely. They're it's super cool. I really i i want I want one for one of my Les Pauls for I'd, sure. I'd love something like that because of doing you know like arrangements of things where you're doing the bass and the lead or chords on top. Which you um, do so well. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. I mean, I try. I mean, there's, there's people better than me doing that, but it's, it's something I have a lot of fun doing. Like, I remember seeing the video of uh, Charlie Hunter uh, not so long ago. Mm-hmm. And um, he he had a telly with two inputs. So there was one separate input for the bottom, for the for the E and the A. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were plugged into like a POG, you know, so they were way down octave mm. kind of idea. And then obviously a separate input for the for the other four strings. That sounded amazing. Mm. Um and I'd love something like that. But if there's an idea like that with a pickup where you can simply just do it through mm-hmm. there. I mean, that's you, I think it's you essentially just run a, a Y cable out of a stereo jack to two different. And that's right. so Billy Gibbons is on a, the tour right now. It's a trio. It's him and another dude both playing six string SG style guitars with those pickups in them. So they're both kind of doing a guitar based thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, cool. With actually, I believe Matt Sorum on drums. So it's kind of badass and i really want to check it out but it's sound the video that i saw look sounds amazing i haven't i haven't actually gotten one in my hands yet i really want to though yeah so that's uh that's a little thunder that sounds really cool yeah, like yeah um i've got to i've got to tell you i don't have anything for granted my gear hunks this week i've had yeah. a very positive gear week nothing has really bothered me nice and again <clears throat> yet another item that i'm gonna have to to, to rename here to <laughs> grinding my, my gear buds. buds yeah it sounds I, a little weird it does sound a little <laughs> weird but you actually do have to grind your weed buds so maybe it makes more Ooh. sense than grinding my gear hunks ever did to begin Double with entendre, okay. dude uh so yeah just we've had a pretty positive week has anything bothered you musically this week that you need to get off your chest it's a little bit of a therapy uh, session we we set aside musically this week i'm trying to think now I'm sure there's got to be something that I've seen on the telly. Uh, <laughs> exactly, there has to be. That's usually what it what it comes down to. But I maybe I was just busier this week and didn't have enough time to to get pissed off about stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know something's going to come to me in about ten minutes, and just and sp- I'm going to jump straight into it mid conversation. So I'm, you've heard the show. I've heard. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, That's kind of the, the format. I think we're we're rolling right along. I'm going to go. I'm going to kick kick it over to my favorite segment every week dave's docs dave's docs um with that we don't have to change the name of that uh, no you're good. still dave i'm <laughs> last time i checked um i got really excited dude uh i texted you this week you did um have you ever heard of american valhalla i don't know but it's, i like the name so you know the post-pop depression record that iggy pop did with josh home oh hell yeah they did baby. a documentary about the whole thing Ooh. like from getting together recording it and then touring with it there's a whole movie about this. I didn't even know. I was trying to find a Queens of the Stone Age Wait, doc. Tell me the name one more time. Uh, the movie's called American Valhalla. Oh, I love that. It's a track on that record. Um, so, it, it, you know, I, I won't give the whole thing away. It's, it's hard to find the movie. That's kind of the thing about it. They didn't promo it. I think it was like one of those. They released it through their website only or something like that. Um, Iggy Pop really hunted down Josh Holm for that record. Like, he was like writing him letters and like courting him basically. Home was on tour with probably Queens of Stone Age. Wait, is it so? Can I put, press pause for a second? Is it home or is it Hami? I say home. Do you have any idea? Because I've always said Hami from Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was home. Man, see, maybe, see, this, all right, this is, yeah. I, maybe I'm learning because it's H O M M E. Yeah. Do you, home. Would you prefer a, a. I don't have a preference. I, okay. but now that I, I just don't know. Yeah. Sometimes I say Hame too. Okay. I think I I think we can use well, them all. We'll throw it in the symphony. Next I wonder week. what he would prefer. Hame. That's, that's usually what I try to, to try hame. to get to. It, it looks like, like uh, it would say Hame. It sounds pretty posh. Yeah. Right. Like I don't know. It does. He's not very posh himself. He's pretty rugged. He's a pretty rugged desert dweller. Um, fucking awesome movie though, dude. Like I mean, they go to the they go to the studio out in Joshua Tree where he's done a bunch of records. Oh yeah, baby. Um, that's like in the middle of nowhere in the middle Rancho of the desert. Rancho del Luna. That's it. Yeah. And uh, they like lock themselves away and do it all in there. They do all the pre-pro and like most of the drums and stuff like that. I'm I'm watching that tonight, dude. I, it, I've said that pretty much every time you've had a Dave's doc that I haven't yeah. seen, but I'm definitely watching that. Tonight. I can uh, I can help you with that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. Anyways, highly fucking recommend it, dude. Like probably one of the best ones I've seen in five years. And I will say, Anthony Bourdain does the interviewing in it. Oh, I love Anthony. Bourdain. Who doesn't love Anthony? Bourdain? Didn't you watch it twice? I did watch it twice. I watched it last night again. Wow. Yeah. That's and, it, and this is on Netflix. Um. No. It's. It's. I think they released it through their website. It's pretty hard. Hard to find. So it's probably. I, I think would it's, on iTunes. it's on iTunes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. 
Amazon, you can probably find it on there, you know, but it it didn't have like a big widespread release or anything. Fair enough. Very cool. Right on, man. Love the recommendation. Do you have a, do you have a totally arbitrary ranking to give it? Um, yeah, I would give it three out of three hair swoops. Oh, love that Josh one. home hair swoops <laughs> perfect he has the perfect hair. He really swoop. it's a perfect quaff oh in, incidentally I just read that he's uh getting divorced from Brody Dale or Brody I don't know what her last name oh, is that right anymore. yeah it's, that's, that's a bummer kind of sad uh, they were kind of like to me the ultimate beautiful sexy rock and roll couple wow that's yeah. really sad man because he was just on a podcast that I listened to and he was like talking about how important she was in his life and all that. So that's, well, she'll always be the mother of his children. Yeah. But it was more like, he's like, I'm just, I wouldn't do anything without her. Like it was crazy. Wow. This is our first Dr. Phil moment. I believe kind of we've is. ever had on the show. Josh, if you're listening, if you want to come on, we can talk about it, man. I will, I will do anything to get you on. I will, I will split your airfare, <laughs> split it. <laughs> his coach seat. In, we're not talking first class. Yeah, like, what you a bus ticket, man. Oh man. All right, man. Yeah. Sweet. What do you got for a uh, riff library? I've got, I've got a new one. Uh, if you want to grab it over there, pass it around. It is called perfecting sound forever by Greg oh. Milner. Uh, for sure. One of the top books that I will ever recommend on this podcast, because it is amazing. It's basically the, an in-depth history of recorded music and, and how, how we have captured sound uh, scientifically for a long time, it, it gets into very specific recordings and eras and techniques yeah. and it, it isn't too technical. It's not hype. It's not hyper, you know, uh, how a waveform does this blah, blah, blah. And like technique, but it, it will talk about why, like how a D to a converter works and why that's important in an MP3 when you're listening and that sort of thing. Hmm. Um, couldn't, it, it's a little bit long. So you've got to, you've got to kind of dig your way through it in sick, some ways, yeah. but it's yeah. very entertaining. There's a lot of sort of cultural reference to it. It's not too dry and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, so that's my, that's my, that's my recommendation. Perfecting sound forever, an oral history of recorded music, oral being a U R A L cute, cute. Yeah, it is cute, right? <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Yeah, you'll, you, you're you're welcome to you're welcome to borrow that one. Should you should you like it that wouldn't pretty, be the, that wouldn't be the first time. In fact, now that now that I think about it, um, uh, that happened with when Shelby was on. Uh, Shelby Pollard, wonderful, beautiful human being, borrowed feeding back. He just re- returned it to me. I forgot that I gave it to him, and he just gave it back to me. He, he really liked it. So nice. Huh. Yeah, that's recording, right? Because it's not moving. Oh, it's. It's moving. It's okay. just moving slowly. Cool. Just making sure, man. Yeah. That's a, no, good looking out. I yeah. appreciate that. You know, sometimes I, I, I do get nervous that that. It's we, only happened once. It happened once. And it was just the two, it was just the two of us. In the early days. And I only, I recorded my vocals and not Dave's. That's so right. So we had half of an episode. It sounded like you were talking to yourself. But you know, you've got, sometimes you've got to make mistakes to, to low. We were learning, grow, man. Right? Yeah. Oh man. Um, Here's here's one that here's another one that I don't actually have a, a lot to say, but this is a, a, one of our growing favorite segments called "Fuck the Police," and that's where <laughs> um, we talk about reasons that we hate the police, the band, and but it's it's actually kind of broadened uh, recently, um, and we will we'll, I'll clarify as always that we actually <laughs> love their music. We just really like talking shit about them right. for, for they some reason. They just seem like douchebags. They just seem like the biggest assholes. Do, do you have do you have any do you have any police um, hatred? How do you feel? How do you feel about that? I mean, I, I do like the police. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Some great stuff. Love Absolutely. Andy Summers and that. Um, yeah. It's just Sting's pronunciation of words. That's a, see, there's always it's, something. It, to pick it's like apart. little things, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> like why is it, why is he putting on like a Caribbean accent or he, Caribbean? Exactly. He's, he's, yeah. Because he's you know he's white boy reggae. I guess. He does. So. Yeah. I find that strange. You know what I mean? Yeah. Would you imagine me? So I'm from like Manchester. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Imagine me putting a you know putting on a Barbadian accent or Jamaican accent. Yeah. You'd, you'd I, look we don't have to down, imagine it. You could do it for us right now. <laughs> you, you give us your best Sting Barbadian uh, impersonation. Well, I, I can't. I'm, I was totally messing with you. Absolutely Sting not. listens to this, so we don't want to offend yeah. him. Or yeah, yeah. Sting we, sold out. We, we've been we've been talking so much shit about him. He's had to have heard about it by now. Didn't um, didn't Madonna do that when she she had like a British accent for a while? She did. She did do that. Yeah. yeah she just came up with it. I mean, I'm sure if have, has there been anything with your with your accent where you've noticed things changed by by being influenced by being here for the last eight years? Nah, and I mean, I've got a bit of like I noticed people who are here for maybe a couple of years and they go home and it's like they've got an American twang and it's like, hang on, like how's that happened? Because mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, completely different kind of way of saying things. I, I find uh, there's there's a great bit on Family Guy actually oh, yeah. where I think Stewie goes on about. 
the upward inflection. So, da 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 Yeah, <laughs> up speed. The, yeah. yeah, so that, like, I've, I've noticed people do that. Yeah. And they've, on, they've been here for 10 minutes. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've, I personally don't think yeah. uh, I've, you know, changed my accent or anything. Yeah. I mean, I have to say soccer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I am technically a soccer coach over here. So a few little things, which I don't mind, you know. Yeah, I, sure. I'm, I'm embracing it. I love being here. Um, but no, I, I don't think my accent's changed. I mean, yeah. I got a bit of a messed up accent, as is, I think. Why so. is that? Well, that's what, because well, people tell me I have, so... I but is, that, is there, like, a geographical reason for that? Did you grow up in one part and move to another part or well, something like no, that? Well, no, I mean, so I grew up in Manchester, so it's not a proper thick Mancunian accent. Mm -hmm. But um, I was always surrounded by, like, uh, people from Ireland, so... Mm. Um, I'm originally from Ireland, I was born there, but grew up in England, but obviously my mum and dad Irish accent, and, you know, aunts and uncles and grandparents mm -hmm. and whatnot, and I was always around them. Uh, so maybe it's a little bit of both for that, so... But yeah, uh, I don't think my accent has changed too much. Oh, I hope not. I don't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you either way. So <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna believe you. Uh, but I did want to ask, like, how much? How does it? Does it bother? Does the soccer thing? Does that? Does that bother you? I mean, that's obviously it's totally okay if it does. No, no, it doesn't no. bother me. No. Yeah, I mean, I don't, a, you it, don't feel like I feel like I, I'll put it this way: as as an American football fan. Growing up with that, never. I mean, of course, I played soccer when I was a little kid. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it was never my sport or anything like that. But it kind of, I kind of don't love having to say American football because football was always just like my sport. So yeah, just yeah. in the same way, football was always your sport. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. get it. That happened first. It is an actual game with foot and ball. Makes more like, sense. Really. I get that. Shit. <laughs> yeah. We definitely stole that. Infinitely shit. more yeah. sense. But it's yeah. still kind of, I still kind of feel a little like a little twinge of weirdness when I have to be like American football American because football. I was raised yeah. with the wrong name for a thing. Yeah. I mean, that's what we we have to say that in England, obviously. We have to call it either NFL or American football. Oh, right I, I see. I could say NFL because I don't. I don't watch college football, so it's not really, really bother me. Oh, so would you never say that over here? Well, last was you've no need to call no. it NFL. Just really. call it football. Yeah. Although now there are, I think the XFL is coming back again. Is it really? Yeah, which What's is. That? Uh, Vince McMahon uh, from WWE yeah, yeah. started uh, a very short-lived professional American football league. I don't know, maybe like it was twenty in years ago. Yeah. yeah. There was and, a really good 30 for 30 on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. ESPN series. Uh, amazing. But so they, it was it was kind of more extreme. And it was in that era where everything was extreme mm -hmm. and Mountain Dew and X Games <laughs> and shit like that. And like the way that they started off the game, instead of a, a normal kickoff, they would just throw the ball. It was like, like a, a fumble, fumble drill. drill yeah. And every game someone got hurt yeah it yeah. was the dumbest fucking thing that they ever did there's like two guys just running as fast as they can to catch the ball first and yeah. but it did actually actually wind up having some positive impact on the nfl like the cameras yeah. and player access but anyways now yeah. for 20 years later they're bringing it back again wow. for some reason oh, wow. mm. yeah because vince mcmahon needs to lose some more money uh, also, Donald Trump, I believe, was involved in that. Oh, no, no, no. Donald Trump had a different he, American football did he? league. I was going to say he had a team, there, maybe? Which there's another 30, 30, 30 for 30 about, about him driving that fucking league into the ground. Really? It was, a, it was a legitimate competitor with the NFL in like the early to mid-80s. Wow. Yeah. And uh, it's basically about... And this came. This documentary came up before his presidency. It was basically about how yeah. like, he fucked it up. That's yeah. hilarious. I didn't so, know that. Yeah. Cool. I know. I'll Not take any. I'll either. take any opportunity to talk <laughs> shit about that too. I haven't heard of him in a while. I'll be honest, Vince McMahon. Yeah, I haven't right. heard his name in years. <laughs> uh, cool. It's our politics buds right there. Wrestling hunks. Wrestling hunks. <laughs> I did. I did like professional wrestling when I was a kid. Like in the Ultimate Yoko, Warrior Yoko was the shit. Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, Ultimate Warrior. Obviously Hulk Hogan and shit. Oh, I mean, he was he was a cultural icon. You know, yeah. it wasn't just a wrestler. That dude was huge. Talking about that toy show, they did one with the wrestling toy show. Yeah. Which, uh, a, a Gearbuds a holla to uh, the toys that made us. Yeah, Netflix. On Netflix, because Netflix needs our support. We're addicted. Um, <laughs> dude, let's talk about gear a little bit. Let's. Um, yeah. As we're, you know, gear, Gearbuds here. Going off on our tangents um, again. Got to hang out with uh, Magnetone, uh, Ted, the CEO and president of Magnetone Amplifiers this week. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Did you get to play any of those? I did, and it, it, was, it was amazing, because I, I came out the side door, and I heard someone playing. I was like, you know, that sounds unreal. What is mm -hmm. that, you know? And um, I had a go on it. I, I loved it. I was there for the next hour, just literally. Did you play both the I play, modern and traditional yeah, thing? Yeah, play, play both. Yeah. Both beautiful. 
So them. what are they doing? Are they doing a, a modern line? Totally. Energy? So uh, what they, I guess, I think it was 1969. They stopped making the originals. And if you know anything that I'm fucking up here, please correct me. Um, I think it was 1969 when they kind of went out of business originally. Uh, known for, I mean, Neil Young was probably the most famous user originally that I knew of. It was like the 59 Tweed Basement, I believe. And the Magnetone was kind of like the Neil Young thing. Anyways, fast forward to uh, five years ago, maybe. And the son of the original uh, owner of St. Louis Music, who no longer exists but it was uh, ampeg crate alvarez magnetone i think i'm missing something else um he got the rights to the name magnetone for 500 dollars. it had somehow had lapsed and he got the name for 500 bucks wow. and then kind of he didn't want to bring back just the original amps he kind of he brought <laughs> his idea in looking at the playing world he saw that there were dudes that want a master volume and dudes that don't want a master volume so he kind of made two lines hmm. To work with that he's not an engineer or anything he has a team of engineers that do the stuff but they're not reissued they're new designs right um the yeah the traditional one i think is more like um more american with i think it's got six v6s in it um but the cool thing the the biggest one i can't remember it's a, the twin something it's called it has stereo power amps stereo tube power amps so you can do the real like jc120 thing with stereo mm-hmm. separate speakers and amplifiers right. but with tube amps and it has the stereo vibrato that is just Whoa. out of this world that i think that's what i first heard like and i thought you know I have that's to, what perked your ear yeah I, I thought you know i have to have a go on this yeah. lovely loved it well they were kind of known for their vibrato right like because I, I yeah uh, our buddy johnny had an old one and um i remember he was just like dude the vibrato like he would just turn it all the way up and just go nuts yeah so <laughs> it's, i guess the story is that they patented uh the technology behind creating true stereo vibrato without moving parts so not like a Leslie cabinet that spins around or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I got to hold, check out a couple of them. There are these parts called varistors. It's a variable resistor that um, you use two of them as per side. So actually each one has four and each one of those, each of those little varistors, which I, which I po- posted on the Instagram costs as much as like a 12 AX seven tube. Really? Those, just those little components wow. cost as much. Yeah. They're very expensive. Oh, I shit. think silicon, something or other. That's about as nerdy as I can get about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But man, so yeah, they've got that more traditional line of amps, which kind of look like the old magnetone amps a little bit with that brown and tan sort of livery thing. And then there's the more, I think they call it the modern series or something like that. Master series. Maybe, or no, maybe it's master series for master volume mm-hmm. though. That's kind of more of the Marshall British thing mm-hmm. with, uh, either EL84s or EL34s, I believe. There's like a 15 watt and a 45 watt. And they're I just think. doing combos, right? They're not doing... No, the the um, Master Series has a head version as well. Cool. Um, and that, yeah, that's more master volume, kind of marshally, kind of you get that gain grit thing that mm-hmm. they're known for. Super, super awesome. But those ones actually look cooler, in my opinion, because the whole logo lights up. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I love shit like lamps. that. Dude. And yeah. even the cabinet, which I've never seen that before. Has a light in it? Yeah, even like the logo cool. of the cabinet. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, wow. I guess um, Jeff Beck plays them, and he wanted some made that were that he, that he called Bechtones because he hated the light. So he wanted him, he's like no light and put Bechtone <laughs> on there. So that's like what he plays a Marshall and a Magnetone right oh, now. Shit. But yeah, Billy Gibbons is on tour with them. Uh, Neil Young is using them. Jeff Beck. Did these just come out? I think it's been about five years. They've been resuscitated, but there's, I think the 15 watt one maybe is like the most recent edition. Mm -hmm. That one is actually pretty cool too, because it has a really good sounding line out. So you can go direct or like headphone or with it or whatever with it. So um, to try them out, they're not cheap, right? They are not cheap. They are, they are made in St. Louis uh, by a few people. I I think the cheapest one starts around two grand and then they go up from there. So they're, They're, they're not, but you know, they're, they're, they're like for, for the pro more, pl- more t- pro type player, the dude that can afford to have a couple really nice amps. Um, yeah, I dig them. I'd like to have them. Interestingly, none of their artists are given amps at, like even oh. Billy Gibbons buys them. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He was telling me that he made a decision early on. I was like, that's, that's, I, I respect that. So those dudes, that's, yeah, some of the best players, you know, on the planet earth, uh, are customers, are yeah. customers. Wow. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of crazy neat. that Jeff Beck has had to buy buy his amp has to buy anything <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> man so that was pretty cool though it was, I, it was nice to spend some time with those amps and and i'm sure you can agree spending oh, I, I loved them. An hour with them loved it um that's one of the main gear things i oh i also bought so i have i nathaniel you probably don't know this mm. i have this weird obsession with this really weird old pedal called a uh, harmonic percolator right. um and i'm on this quest to like own every clone and version of it and i bought another one this week it has not <laughs> arrived yet uh because it's coming from canada uh, but it's the dirge. Actually, I can't remember what what they call it. But it's their essentially their version of a harmonic percolator with 
electronic audio experiments i believe did the layout for it <clears throat> so excited to right. check that out and you know just eventually my goal is to have all of them and then plug them all together yeah. and then turn them all on turn at, them all at the same time take a nap with them feeding back <laughs> yep so what does it actually do though because it's I'm it's, it's, kind of, it's a distortion pedal uh, right. uh you probably can't see my board from where you're sitting but like the right. weird sort of tan looking one in the middle over there it right. uh it does even order distortion or even order harmonic distortion versus almost every other pedal which is odd order so it kind of just has I don't. I don't know how to describe it. We'll 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 play it after yeah. after the episode so you can check yeah, it out. Because yeah, I, I I mean I it's my favorite it's my favorite pedal I've ever had of anything and yeah. I and now want all of them. I, the list. I still don't have an actual original because they're all, there are we don't know how many were made. Very few back in the seventies by one dude in Milwaukee, uh, yeah. but so it, the only one that I've ever seen sold online was like two grand. Which, oh. if anybody's listening and you want to get rid of your harmonic percolator, I will negotiate with you. <laughs> uh, in fact, Stingray, uh, one of the great great friends of the show, former guest, told me he was just up in Milwaukee and was looking around for me just in case because you, oh, yeah. you never know. Yeah. Oh, incidentally, this is great. I'm glad I just said Stingray. He also uh, he so last step or was it last episode? Maybe two episodes we had. Have you have you met Balthazar Delay uh, from Balthazar Amps? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I we, you know, so. we've got the amps at the shop. They're awesome. If you haven't, oh, really? pl- if you haven't plugged into them, you, you should check them oh, out. Yeah, They're I'll basically very similar to old Selmer's. Right. Um, but, uh, he, he uh, what was I just Stingray. talking about? Stingray. Oh, right. So the, the Balthazar episode, he was talking about a pedal called, he, we were talking about the harmonic percolator. He brought up the harmonic energizer. They're very expensive, super real. Also Stingray bought one. Is it the same company? It's the original oh, uh, wow. Sistec Harmonic Energizer, not a clone or anything. He's, oh, he shit. bought a super old vintage one, so oh. um, he's out. I think he's out of town after the Bears game tonight. But I'm making it bring him bring it over as soon as he has yeah. it because I can't wait to try it. It's like this weird fuzz cockwa thing from the '70s that again are super rare, but also very expensive. Um, but he t- he told me when he got that when he asked about percolators for me. But yeah, no, no go, no mm. dice. Mm. Um, Cool future gear. Uh, that's I don't know if that's actually the segment name yet, but we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna stick with it a little bit. Um, I found, dude. There's this. I found this looper. It's called Looper Eye. Right. It's a looper with no buttons. That's smart. Or how's how's that work? I don't know. It's like uh, like sensor video camera kind of thing. And, and so like you like you move your foot or whatever into different zones, and that controls. Um, the functions of the looper, you know, start okay. stop. Yeah, I, yeah, I like the idea that because, like, when I've used loopers, I hate actually, you know, having to bang down and click yeah. this thing. And the right time, like, and the yeah, right time, exactly. no one the one is, but the, your foot. I don't know. We're not yeah, drummers, my, like, man. Yeah, my, my my foot would be. I think I'm doing it at the right time. Exactly. Yeah. When I naturally would tap my foot, and it's like, oh no, hang on, you're too late. So yeah, so you like this? You like this idea? I'm then. intrigued by yeah. it. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, I I I believe that it did. Well, I know that it did a Kickstarter, which I believe was successful. I. I think you can buy it. I'm right. not exactly sure ab- about that yet. Um, I only watched a couple of videos and went to their website, but it was intriguing enough that I was like, I kind of want to bring it up and talk about yeah, it a little yeah. bit. If you guys think it's a good idea or not, I think it's smart. Yeah. I mean, it depends how, like how more reactive it is without the actual pedal itself, you know that. Yeah. So if it, if it kills that sort of like latency or lag yeah. that we're talking about, yeah. right there, that'd be amazing. Yeah. My concern is like, you know, what if my fucking cat runs behind me while I'm doing <laughs> this? And then all of a sudden Sophie, <laughs> Sophie messes my whole sweet loop. Do that, and, I, I mean, she's already hung out during the show and yeah. just like came and said hello. So, yeah. you know, she, it's not, it's not, out of the question yeah uh, so i guess there had to be a, there has to be a way to sort of like tune the area i did notice that sort of ironically they also do sell a version like that you can buy with buttons which is right. like why i mean oh why, the purpose. well yeah right but I, old school. <laughs> I really want to try this and see if it actually if yeah. it actually could work because yeah. that, that's my biggest problem with looping is that i i can know when i'm supposed to do it it just doesn't ever like yeah. always it doesn't happen right all the time. i mean i also find when i do use a looper that I'm so aggressive when I try and Same hit here. it. It's like I'm trying to put my foot through the floor. Because uh-huh. that's how you <laughs> get like that perfect yeah. one, yeah. you know? Like, bam. I'm, like, I'm like, fucking yeah, bang. Dude. Trying to, I almost like, you know, take my big toe off, like trying to hit the thing. Yeah, you know, sure. Which is, I don't know, extreme. Just That's a real talent in itself, man. Like people who are really good at loopers like that. It sure is. That's oh, crazy, yeah. dude. It's, it's almost like a drummer that has complete independence of all their limbs. Yeah. Like to be able to do all that stuff with, with both your hands and then also your feet at the same time, maybe right. even while you're singing, like that shit. Yeah blows my mind i had in volcanoes my old band uh, that dave played in for a while there we had one song where it was built around me like singing doing a loop and i remember that i would say at least 40 percent of the time live i fucked it up so like i i would just like i figured eventually figure out how to play it without the loop yeah right 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 so i could just do it yeah you just have to parts. play it manually yeah. especially once you're playing with other people too but that's a whole other and then the drums and yeah time. all that yeah, fun yeah, stuff yeah um 
So yeah, Looper Eye, check it out. Right. I'm gonna, I'm, I think Definitely. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna try to. I want to see a video. See I want to see if they're at Nam. Maybe we can, maybe we can do a little Nam, a little Nam show, little Nam, little Nam towns, yeah. little Nam buds. <laughs> I like it. Oh man, we're gonna have to tweak. So Dave did a bunch of awesome. We're we're letting the cat out of the bag a little bit here. We're, we we've got some like custom shirts being made for Nam that we're gonna wear a different one every day with these like oh, custom sweet. designs. Yeah. Uh, and but now we're gonna have to <laughs> we gotta tweak them all. Yeah, and say that's bu- right. Buds instead of hunks. It's just bit. a couple. That's like a word. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's the some one of the that's ideas like, actually. Now I think about it, might work better. I think. Oh, I love hearing yeah. that so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling even better. And well, it's better less about letters, this. so you can kind of it is, but yeah. same amount of syllables. You gotta yeah. you gotta stick with that two syllable thing, baby. I know. Dude, you know what? Speaking of names, what is what is your what is your Instagram name? Oh, it, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. This. So it's actually so it's pronounced Zeppelin Bornatro. Oh, see, I was thinking Bornatro. Yeah, something. exactly. Yeah. So I've had I've had people say, uh, "Hey, you're Zeppelin Barnetra," and like that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that <laughs> was a good accent right there. I dig. Hey, you're Zeppelin Barnetra, <laughs> <laughs> which is you know it's, it's very humbling when someone says that. But uh, no, it's so it's. The, right here's here's how it started off so hey, do you do, get asked this all the time from time to time but i mean it's a legitimate question because yeah. it is a stupid yeah. instagram name <laughs> like, let's be honest and it's too, it's too late to change it That's yeah. yeah oh man um so i mean it's a good problem yeah though, you're yeah. well past episode 29 of your <laughs> yeah, instagram yeah. career right there uh, so how it happened was do you remember when led zepp got together for that one-off concert oh London? yeah the yeah. uh, o2 right yeah and the only way you could get tickets for it was via email and how old was I at the time? That was that was what early two thousand like something that was like oh three or something like that something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm how old was I then? I was about fifteen something like that. And you know, no fifteen year old in two thousand three has an email address. Right. So I had to set one up, and I thought I'd try and be you know I was too cool to do Nathaniel Murphy at AOL dot com. Yeah. You know, why would you do that? <laughs> why would I do that? Exactly. So you know, right? I'm going to do Zeppelin because I love Led Zeppelin, mm. and I'm applying for Led Zeppelin tickets. Because they're really going to see that, aren't they? Um, and then I thought, you know, what else can I... I can't just do Zeppelin at AOL. So, all right, I'll do... Uh, it's actually the name of the village in Ireland that, you know, my family's from. Oh, okay. So, so there's meaning behind it. So it's weird. A combination of Led Zeppelin and a small village in Ireland. And will you give know? us the correct pr- pronunciation one more time? Bornatraw. 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 So, like so, I mean, that, nah, it's a... It's the guy of an English accent pronouncing mm-hmm. you know, So if, you know, people from Bornetro or from Ireland, they'd pronounce it, you know, slightly different, sure. you know. Um, but yeah, so that's how it came out. So Zeppelin Bornetro from an email address. Uh-huh. And then, like, I wasn't originally on, I wasn't on Instagram. Well, no one was originally on it, uh, <laughs> obviously. Um, you but, weren't? What the fuck were you doing? <laughs> but like, I, I started getting emails off people saying, oh, I love your videos on Instagram. And at the time I wasn't on it. Uh, so I'm like, well, what's going on here? Uh-huh. But it turns out, I've, like, I do a lot of street performing and busking, like in the summer here. Like, I do oh, it down, down on Michigan Avenue. Yeah, oh, I loved cool. it, and you know, I'll, I'll still try and do it when I can. Um, but yeah, people are emailing saying, "Oh, love your videos on Instagram," and I'd, I'd reply like, you know, I've, I'm not on it. Like, how are you yeah. seeing videos? And it turns out that people would take videos of me and put it on Instagram. You know, um, and I'd, I'd have like cards next to my like tip jar or whatever, saying, "Oh, Nathaniel Murphy," mm-hmm. you know. Is with that email address with on that it? email yeah, address yeah and um so yeah that's how that's how i kind of got on instagram I, I, I thought you know right well i'll i'll join it see what it's all about because yeah. at the time this is i don't know how many years ago yeah i was gonna ask ago. you when was that yeah i mean probably about six years ago maybe um i joined it um because initially i thought it was literally pictures of food yeah it and was makeup <laughs> tutorials <laughs> yeah. and selfies and I thought, you know fair enough mm-hmm. right if you're into guitars that, great, but yeah. i'm not into it you know i don't don't need to see it um, and I've, I probably didn't upload any guitar videos for another two years, maybe. You know, I, I'd, I didn't even know it was a uh, an outlet for that kind of thing. Were you doing YouTube or anything like that? Nah, no, oh, no. Okay. I, mean, I, might, I might have uploaded a couple of videos to mm-hmm. YouTube, you know, literally from my iPhone 5, mm-hmm. sure. you know, at the time. Right. Um, but yeah, then I thought, you know, I'm going to post a video, see what you do, you know. I had to figure out what all the actual little buttons meant you know, on the app. Right. You know, uh, so it took me a while to upload my first thing. But anyway, uh, I'd upload one and, you know, you get people commenting and liking. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting. And then it just started to snowball. I'd upload another and then another and blah, blah, blah. And then the big thing is like videos would get kind of shared by a different page, which is which was something completely new to me. Yeah. I, I'd yeah. never known that. That's you know? how but it But you can't really track that. And, you, and it's like you don't, don't always know when it happens. That's it's happening either. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's how it kind of happened, really. And then obviously, obviously lots of pages you know um 
share the video. So then, did you, know? you see one of your videos with like a shitload of views and you're like, holy shit, this I've is like seen, I've seen, viral. Well, I have. I mean, that, it happened literally uh, a couple of weeks ago. It, it was on Facebook. It wasn't on Instagram. There's, mm-hmm. there's a couple of videos on Facebook. It's like 1.2 million views. It's like, the fuck? That's nuts, man. Crazy. Yeah. You know? Unbeknownst. Dude, congratulations. That's amazing. I know. That's really it's, something it, incredible. It's very yeah. humbling, you mm-hmm. know, to, to see that. I mean... It's, uh, it's cool. Do you yeah. always do? You, do they always give you proper attribution, or you do you they, see stuff that is like kind of just randomly out there? Uh, no, they, they do for the most part. I mean, mm-hmm. they'll have my like it's, your handle, like, or yeah, my handle, yeah. or you know, Nathaniel Murphy music or whatever. Zeppelin know, born a troll. There uh, we go. <laughs> there we go. Not bad. Yes, yes. Barnatro. <laughs> see, you got to repeat it, repeat it a few times, otherwise it'll never stick in my yeah. head, you know. But no, it, it is a, it is a. A valid question, like what yeah. on earth is my Instagram name all about? And now you know. Is that is that sort of your main focus? Would you say with the guitar videos, or do you do you, do you prefer Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or anything like that? Um, I mean, uh, Instagram is my main one in terms of like doing videos. Mm-hmm. For. I, I would love to do some, you know, proper YouTube ones. You know, like you see all the other kind of guys doing on YouTube. You know, they look very professional. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd love to be able to, but I mean, I don't have the equipment really. I mean, that's a poor excuse. Well, we'll look, I'll show you what we've got in the other yeah. one. Because <laughs> I mean, like all, all my videos that I do, I mean, if you look close, you can see my kitchen in the background. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm just using literally my iPhone. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm using. It's so streamlined, though. You it, just you can set it up and be done in thirty exactly, seconds. And, exactly. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's only, nice. That's become your. I guess you could say it's sort of like your aesthetic and you're like yeah. almost like, like your signature at this point. Uh, that, it, uh, that it's maybe. like. I mean, it's, it's so a good angle because, on your face. You know, you just got to <laughs> well, use it. It's a good it. angle, but I think more importantly, it's it puts a focus on the playing. It's yeah. not yeah. about the production and all the mm-hmm. bells and whistles and wondering like what plugin are they using. It's mm-hmm. your fucking yeah. phone camera well, it's yeah, obviously I mean, live I, I get asked a lot oh like what are you using what program what what gear are you using i'm not using much at all <laughs> literally the, the woodshed yeah. to practice literally i've <laughs> i've got like I, I put it on the windowsill my phone mm-hmm. i prop it up which so is, that's your light source that's my light source. as long yeah. as i've got natural light because i mean there's, there's plenty of days where if it's a gloomy day I can't do a video, right. you know, literally. Interesting. Um, I mean, I've I've thought about getting one of those, you know, fake kind of lighting. Mm-hmm. Things yeah, they have those just, attachment things now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I haven't actually got around to doing, but yeah, if, if it's a rainy, gloomy day, I can't do a video. It know? is kind of funny to think about it though, because like all your videos are kind of from that same angle. Exactly. So if you yeah. were to do one from across the room, it would just It'd be it wouldn't bizarre. look like your brand. Exactly. Or you're like your, yeah. it wouldn't look like you. you know? Although yeah. I will say the CME videos are pretty sweet. They, oh, are, yeah. they are like they do fucking plug honk right there. Uh, dude, but so how like how um I guess how disciplined are you with it? Do you have a certain goal where it's like every day you want to get a certain video out or learn a certain song or get a you know? Do you have any sort of specific parameters you set for yourself? Um, in what in terms of posting a video? Yeah, it's like the guitar videos um, and that sort of thing. I mean, I try to do one a week mm-hmm. at least. If I can, I mean, no more than twice a week. I think that's that's enough. I mean, a lot of people do every day, and I'd say. If you're kind of new to that thing, maybe probably posting once a day is, right. is a good thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I lo- I learned a lot of ideas from uh, his name is Sam Blake Clock from Pickup Jazz and okay. pi- um, Pickup Music on there. Um, he he he's got a lot of tips on you know how to kind of grow your Instagram and whatnot. If if you want to do that, sure. Is, you know, so I mean, the the main things I took from him was use lots of natural light. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have to be too fancy, like you know the whole setup and mm-hmm. equipment. Uh, people just want to see what you're playing. Like, there's a lot of videos where I'm not, you know, I've cropped my head yeah. off originally. I mean, people aren't really too bothered about this. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they want to see, you know, the, the guitar and the fingers. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, uh, interesting. Um, but yeah, they're the main thing. So, yeah. natural light, I think the time of day now has become a little bit important, more important as well. Yeah, oh, like really? when what's, to actually post it. Exactly. What's your, uh, what's your thought on well, that? Well, I mean, it, it comes up, I think, between 12 and 1. Uh, Chicago time mm-hmm. uh, is central standard central standard time yeah yeah yeah. so they're, they're a couple of the main things but yeah if, if I want to try and do one to two a week mm-hmm. you know uh, if I can and um, it's, it's got to be if I'm not 100% feeling that I won't post it you know I'm I'm, I'm very critical of my own playing um, so I won't I'll try not to post anything with you know too many mistakes. Sure. I mean, there is mistakes in all of them, like, yeah. is, which is okay though. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of people get hung up on it being one hundred percent perfect. Like, 
I mean, it's rock and roll dude, most yeah. of the time. Look right? at the book I mean, sitting next to you, perfecting sound forever. That is yeah. kind of one of the <laughs> main tenets of it is how that trying to over perfect things often just ruins them. Oh yeah, I mean the, the frustrating thing thing for me as well is when I press that red button on my phone, you know, to record. It, it all goes to shit. Red light fever. Yeah. Oh, God almighty. Mm-hmm. It is, it is, you could do the perfect crazy. practice take and then as soon as I'm you telling you, it, that is so yeah. frustrating. You know? I mean, I think I think if you took a poll of guitarists and asked when do you do your, your best playing, 99% of us would say alone when we're not recording. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, man, I wish someone could have fucking heard that and yeah. I'll never get it back. <laughs> oh, man. And maybe it was yeah. shit too. Like, maybe it wasn't even as good as you thought it was, but right. you don't have any way yeah. to check. Or yeah. it had like that certain energy that you just can't capture again. You yeah, that's sh- yeah. where you don't give a shit. It's like, oh, I can make a mistake. So then because you, you, you're in that mindset, then you, you, you just do more interesting, creative things. Yeah. I think when I got that Memphis bass, you know, like, yeah. I think I might have sent you a video, but I was like, I did like five videos because I was like, well, I should do a cool video and put it yeah. on the, you know, on the page or whatever. Just, and I ended up bailing on it. I like <laughs> couldn't get, couldn't get it. Like I did like five takes and I was like, yeah. no, none of these are good enough. So mm-hmm. it, it makes me feel a little bit better about my same issue with that, t- hearing that you're so critical oh, because the stuff that you put out is, I mean, it's obviously evidently inspiring and, and really oh, thank good, you, worthwhile checking out. But yeah, it's just uh, incredibly frustrating. I mean, there's there's been times where it's literally taken me two hours to get a good take. Wow. Mm-hmm. Literally. For like a 30 hours. second video. Yeah, I'd have to. So, I mean, when I'm when I'm doing a video, I put my phone on airplane mode. Right. Uh, try and save the battery mm-hmm. as much as I can. But there's been times where I've had to stop charge my phone go back <laughs> half an hour later dude i'm about to i'm about to revolutionize your setup we're gonna add a little rechargeable cell phone battery so you can just have that shit plugged in go. all the time and then there you, we go. then you're you don't even have to worry about that anymore Boom. no inter- no interruptions <laughs> sorted dude all right so speaking of your guitar playing take us back when did you how'd you get into guitar when did that start so i got my first guitar it was literally about a week or two before my 13th birthday so my um i remember i always wanted to be a drummer um, but, but I mean, I don't think we had the room in the house really or the money to actually get one. Same. I have the same story. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot to ask for when you're 12 years Plus old. Plus who yeah. wants to listen to is somebody learn how to play exactly. drums. Yep. <laughs> yeah. My parents would be like, no way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I thought, you know, I'll try the guitar, I suppose. Um, and I remember telling my granny on the phone. So granny, do you say granny over here? Do you know what granny? Sure. Yeah, of yeah, course. So, I mean, not everybody, but we all know what it is. Yeah. yeah. So I, was, yeah. I remember telling my granny, uh, yeah, I'm going to learn the guitar. And so um, literally about a week later, I get a letter in the post uh, and my granny has sent me. So this was, how old was it? So this is when I was 13. So that was what, 2000, mm-hmm. 2000. I got a letter in the post and she'd sent a little letter and I think it was 50 pound in it saying, you know, go get yourself a guitar, enjoy it. I, I, I wish I'd still had that letter. I'm mm-hmm. sure it's somewhere, but anyway. That's cool, man. But yeah, best thing that ever happened to me. What was, and, the, um, what was the first guitar? The, my first guitar, uh, I remember it was in Manchester. Obviously, I went to Argos. It's, it's like a department, I suppose a mm-hmm. department store. You yeah. know, like you probably get someone over here where you get a catalogue and you look through it. Yeah, like a Sears or something. Probably like, like Sears. Yeah. So I got my first guitar, the equivalent of Sears mm-hmm. or Target or something like mm-hmm. that. And it came with, uh, it was like a cheap classical guitar. Came with spare strings and one of those pipes where you blow into it. Pitch pipe. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. I remember. That's ear training right there. I remember those, yeah. It was, I mean, I was completely useless. Uh I'd I'd blow into it and it was like, you know, it was probably. Could never find it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, What's that supposed to be? I'm I'm like, tune it. Yeah, it's sounding tune. (laughs) Not. Um, Do you remember what it was that really made you want to get that guitar? Um, I think it was the price, really. I mean, I mean, not, I'm sorry, not specifically like like a guitar in general. Like, what made you want to to, to play? You know, I, I don't really know. Like I said, I, I always wanted to be a drummer, but yeah. I knew I'd never get a drum kit. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well, well, what kind of stuff were you listening to well, when you were that age? Well, I mean, I'm 13 at the time. It's you know, grew up in the 90s in yep. Manchester. Mm-hmm. Literally, so blur. literally about a mile down the road from where the Gallagher's grew up so I'm I'm from the same area pretty much Levenshume and Burnage like I'm around. I'm from around there some um, of my favourite rock and roll interviews in the entire world have come from those guys yeah I, I, I love them. Yeah. I mean, I know they're not for everyone, but oh, I think they're brilliant. I mean, I just be, think they're hilarious. Give or take the music, whatever. They're just like the character of those guys is, I, I don't want to know what rock and roll would be like without them having existed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, so <laughs> I suppose they kind of inspired me to play, you know, um, both 
take up music mm-hmm. that's what you know right on so you start jamming along with some of their stuff that's and, it yeah, yeah i remember like the first oasis song i ever heard uh it was through my brother he, he, had, he had like a cassette tape that he probably recorded from one of his mates or something and it was a oasis uh, roll with it and that's my first memory of hearing an oasis huh. song no shit i was like yeah i like this and, all right and i don't know how old i was you know i, wasn't, yeah. I, was, I was young um but yeah they oasis were like probably the main ones that got me into wanting to play music but i'd always had the a big musical upbringing. There was always music on in the house. Like, mm-hmm. um, I remember like every Sunday in my house, like we wouldn't really have the telly on. Like my mom would have like old CDs and records and it'd be like Don, it'd be like old country or it'd be, so it'd be like maybe Don Williams or somewhere like hmm. that. I don't, honestly, I've got, I don't know who that is. <laughs> or, or Johnny Cash, somewhere like oh, that. Right on. And then it'd be Chuck Berry or the Rolling Stones. Badass. You know, so all, or the Kinks or the best. All classics. Yeah, just, that's a, raised on that kind yeah. of stuff, yeah. And then it'd be, you know, Oasis and stuff like that. So there's, there was a lot mm-hmm. of music going on. We had like a stereo in each room, which which was cool, really looking back on it now. Yeah, that's different, actually. Yeah. Uh, there was always music on wow. in the house, yeah. That's like, that's like the uh, the precursor to Sonos. It was <laughs> yeah. like analog Sonos back in the <laughs> you'd day. You'd have to manually turn everyone you'd, yeah, on. Yeah, you'd have to like remember where yeah. the record was and bring it with you or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But, so um, did you start taking guitar seriously right away? I t- yeah, I d- well, I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would get up in the... M- I remember I'd hear someone play something that I'd recognize from a song. And I'd like, I remember I'd have a huge smile on my face because it'd be like, oh yeah, that, that's, you know, I don't recognize that. Mm-hmm. And you're playing exactly how it sounds on the thing, on the records. So that that kind of blew me blew me away and that hooked me straight away. Um, and I'd remember if someone was trying to show me how to play something, mm-hmm. you know, I'd, I'd, I'd just have the giggles because it'd be like, I want to learn that. You know? That's, awesome, that's brilliant, man. you know. Um, I'd, I completely fell in love. I'd play it in the morning before I went to school. I mean, I'd, I wouldn't, have a regimented practice at this mm-hmm. point. Just obviously. be always picking it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd play at school if it was pouring rain outside and we didn't have a football, which, you know, it was raining a lot of the time, obviously, sure. in Manchester. But yeah, if we didn't have a football, I'd go up to the music room and I'd play play the guitar. I'd get home and I'd play the guitar, you know. Um, I just fell in love with it. So you got over that hump. I think a lot of people have problems with it. They just get frustrated with it right away. Yeah. Because they can't play chords and stuff like that. Oh, you know? well, the first night I got my guitar, I was in tears. Yeah. I remember that specifically. Wow. Because, I mean, I couldn't. It's frustrating. What do I yeah. do with this thing now, right? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. looking back on it, it's like, well, what did I expect? I mean, I'm asking my fingers to do something they've never done yep. before. In, they weren't designed to do. Yeah. In yeah. a matter of moments. like. Mm-hmm. And City. then you're watching and listening to all these other, you know, videos yeah. or, or listening to these records and you can hear it. Yeah. You know what it's supposed to sound like. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I completely uh, fell in love. I still am. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. I also find it incredibly frustrating now as well. Really? The, the, the more, well, it's that case of uh, the more the more you learn, the more you realize what you don't know. That kind of mm. course, that mm-hmm. aspect of it. So, Did you um, do the theory thing and study guitar in that way? I mean, way? not not too much I'm, like I did so I studied uh, music in college now college in England is a little bit different it's from 16 to 18 sure and then university, university yeah. right so um, I did a bit so it was more kind of classical kind of thing now that doesn't mean you know I know a lot of theory I know a little bit you know yeah. that's that's how I kind of learned a lot of theory from there um, were you already doing the kind of hybrid picking moving bass self-accompaniment thing then at that point not that much, no. Mm-hmm. Not, not when did you, How did you get into that? Um, I suppose it'd just be from hearing and seeing other players do that kind yeah. of thing and um, being inspired by it, you know, because there's, I mean, I get inspired by lots of people every day. That's uh, just such a specific and difficult technique to get down. That it's not you can't just like will yourself into playing. Yeah. I don't know, cannonball rag or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Dude, like that takes serious dedication does, and yeah. effort to yeah. be able to be able to do that cleanly. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's been lots of kind of moments of in my kind of uh, guitar kind of uh, progress where pivotal moments, like the first time I heard Michael Hedges. Mm. That just you know I still remember it. I've only ever got kind of goosebumps twice. From listening to music and one was michael hedges and i think the other was maybe derek trucks you know wow, first yeah. time i heard derek trucks it's like you know wow mm-hmm. um so yeah there's there's moments here and there I did think. you ever do the band thing like i did when i was like in, in my teens and that. high school and stuff yeah yeah stuff like that i mean i'd still love to do kind of band stuff I yeah mean, but i haven't done it in a well 
in a while, yeah. I suppose. But yeah, I, I did it. I think most people did, right, in their teens. Oh, like, of course. That was yeah. the only reason I think we played, right? I mean, you had friends to play with. Yeah. You know, like yep. I wouldn't have just, I would have never kept up playing had I just been by myself. Like that's, yeah. that's what inspires me about you is like, you can just oh. kind of like, <laughs> seriously though, man, like it's, you know, I've always had people pushing me to be like, yeah. come on, band practice tonight. Yeah, like, let's yeah, go, yeah. you know, yeah. so. Self-motivating is a really difficult thing yeah. to do for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially when you're dealing with something as frustrating as learning a really difficult or arranging something really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were playing for me the other day that you were working on. I'm so I don't I hope this isn't a spoiler. You're doing a little Sir Duke yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh like, shit, man. Damn, that was cool with the slide and with everything. The, with so, the slide, yeah, like yeah. how did you like is it just as simple as you heard that song? You're like, oh shit, I I should do that on guitar. Well, yeah, I mean I'll I'll get ideas sometimes and, and I write them down so I don't forget. Or oh, I'll yeah. take or I'll take maybe screenshots on my phone. Mm-hmm. Like my phone is running out of memory i've got that many screenshots <laughs> yeah. of ideas you know and, and, and that's kind of frustrating because there's so many things i want to work on hmm. and there just doesn't seem to be enough time you know mm-hmm. um but yeah th- um there's just so many ideas that i, I want to try and do have you had a song that was you you thought oh this is going to be it and then you, you, st- you worked on it and you had to abort the mission because it it couldn't you couldn't f- Let's see. D- do the justice you felt it deserved there's, there's got to be some. Got be. <laughs> uh, it it happened like there's there's ones that I've you know kind of done halfway through and not gone back to. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there's versions of Africa and you know, stuff oh, like that. Please for me do and, that. Yeah, right? but, oh but, but the problem is Andy McKee's done it. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna get better than his. Yeah. Like, his is, yeah. Well, it's Andy McKee, isn't it? You know. Is, so if it, if it's like if Tommy Emmanuel does it, you're not gonna do it. Is oh, that kind I'll of thing? still try, but yeah, it's just enough. not gonna be as good. Is well, it? I mean, he's he's kind of the best, or one of the best there yeah. is for I mean, sure. Tommy Emmanuel, isn't right. it? Um, but no, I mean, I love the challenge of doing that. Like I, I remember, I had that crazy double neck from Rick Nielsen. Oh, that thing, which was you know, that completely changed my way of looking at guitar to an extent really? you know uh, i did a version of uh, lucy in the sky with diamonds mm. is it. it i'm i'm not familiar were you just tapping on so both I, necks or I, something? I, so what it is it's a uh, what is it it's a gibson ems 1235 mm-hmm. um and there's only two ever made in black and you know rick's got one absolutely incredible guitar man that guy's collection it's unbelievable it's literally unbelievable yeah the stuff he's got um but yeah, it's a six string on top, six string on the bottom, but the one on top is full octave higher. So it's oh. more, essentially like a mandolin, but a mini guitar. Wow. Um, so I was doing like the uh, the organ part from Yeah. So I was doing that with tapping it all and kind of plucking with the right hand and then doing the bass melody on the lower neck mm, okay. with just the left hand. So trying to combine the two, but it's I love the challenge of that kind of thing, you know? Um, it's frustrating, but it's very rewarding. I think. Yeah. When you do eventually get all the parts, you know. And so I'm curious. I'm. I think one of my big problems is that when I do put in the time to work on something that I, you know, I'm really proud of, and then get it, if I don't play it, I forget it. Do you? Do you? Do you still have this giant repertoire? Of like, could you bust out almost anything you've done, or do you kind of uh, are you better at the thing you're working on right now? I'm better at naturally enough. I'd be better at the things I'm working on now. But there, there is a few that I could bust out. They might be a little bit scruffy, though. Yeah. In all honesty, um, some of them I do need to go back and revisit. Like there's a couple of versions of songs that I've done on my Instagram that were popular that mm-hmm. I'd like to play again. You know, if someone asked me to, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, you know, off the top of my head, I know I can't remember certain parts. Like yeah. I, I did a version of. Uh, your song by Elton John, okay, yeah. and uh, the Bee Gees. Uh, what's the Bee Gees song I done? Uh, How deep is your love? Okay, and I I know for a fact off the top of my head I can't remember certain sections of it, so mm-hmm. I, I do have to revisit things from time mm-hmm. to time. You know, I think it's, it's important to do that as well. You know, to have build up that repertoire and to have it, you know, pretty much perfect if you can. Yeah, that's the hardest part is remembering. Oh yeah, yeah definitely, absolutely. And that, that comes in handy with like the busking too, you know. Oh if yeah, you, of course. Yeah. If you can just you know break out a Beatles song, everyone will know it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't done it in so long, um, and I miss it because it was good fun. You know, people didn't enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the money was good as well. I mean, not no that, that not that it was all about the money, but you know, it's handy. It hurt, <laughs> it well, hurt. so take us back a little bit, lead us to. I, mean, I feel like we kind of jumped. How did you How did you make it? How did you decide to come over to Chicago and live here and do all that kind of stuff? Well, it was actually, yeah, it was actually. Um, so I was, I was doing coaching a bit of football 
soccer back home. What's your position? Uh, I don't even know anymore. Yeah, like I've gotten old. I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was never great to begin with, anyway. Um, but yeah, you've so got to be good enough to be a professional soccer coach or a, a oh, professional well, football coach. You know, it's it's more it's, it's kids. Isn't it? so it's, but I, it is your profession. It I is guess, true. Yeah, know. I mean, you still have to you know get coaching licenses, yeah, and, sure. and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Um, but let's see. Um, my mate, he was he was coaching over here, mm-hmm. um, and he said, "Well, I can get you a job in America coaching soccer." I thought, "All right, well." Yeah, why not? Give it Had a try. you ever visited or anything? Uh, I'd I'd been to New York once. The first time I ever came to America was 2008, St. Patrick's Day. Mm. Wow, what a, yeah. what a time a for you to That's a fun weekend to land on. Yeah. Oh, that's, Holy I mean, crap. That was just chaos. In New York yeah. City, right? In New York. So can you imagine that? St. Patrick's Day in New York. <laughs> first time ever coming to America. You must have thought we are all fucking assholes. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was different. I was, I was 20, 20 at the time, two months before my 21st birthday. Uh-huh. So I had to get a fake ID yeah. right. online. That cost me a fiver. Like me and my cousin, like he got one because he was under 21, I was under 21. Uh-huh. Um, and it worked. It, it was the worst fake ID ever. Mm-hmm. It said like University of Sutton or something like that, you know, some completely made up uh-huh. thing. And it worked every night that we were there until St. Patrick's night. And we went to some bar, you know, so we were there for a few days, maybe five days, something like that. It worked every night apart from St. Patrick's night. You know, the, the one night to actually the one night do, actually yeah. didn't work right you know, typical. <laughs> um but yeah so he got me a job over here coaching soccer um and I, obviously i'd been playing guitar at the time and I, I thought it'd be a good opportunity to try and you know well there's more opportunities here than there were in manchester at the time mm-hmm. for music i thought anyway because i mean back home in manchester i was doing the coaching but i was also uh teaching guitar mm-hmm. oh, okay. as well so it was a I was teaching like over 40 people a week sometimes. Wow. It would be like half hour slots. And sure. it was in, it wasn't at home or anything. It was in a little guitar shop. Uh, Alligator Music was hmm. the name of it. So, Give uh, a shout out to Alligator Music. Oh, yeah, it's, it's no longer around. Oh, but yeah, sure. yeah. But it's, um, I was there for a few years doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And then, um, I, like, you used to, I used to busk now and again in Manchester. Uh, not all that much, like here and there. Um, but obviously when you go up and down Michigan Avenue you see the odd person doing it you know mm-hmm. street formal or busking so I thought right yeah I'll, I'll try that um, you need a license yep. which blew me away uh, any way they can take some money from yeah, you to do something they're not cheap I think it's like $100 or $150 like 120 bucks something, or something like that yeah yeah so for, what is that for like a year or something for a year yeah, yeah. Wow. they expire like, then <laughs> so yeah. you gotta go pay it again and you have to get your picture and the whole lot and uh-huh. information and whatnot. you have to go down you have to have it on display I you have to have it on display actually. yeah because yeah, I got caught a few times like a policeman would walk by and goes where's your license like, oh Jesus look I'm mid-song here yeah you know what I mean just just give me a minute yeah let me finish yeah 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 and I'd have to reach in somewhere and get it um but no, it's it's. I got some good money from it as well. I remember the first time I ever did it. I was on the corner. I can't remember. There's, there's a Walgreens downtown on Michigan Avenue. Oh, Michigan! It's uh like right 30, over the 30, river. 30, yeah, 30 so, north or thirty south Michigan. Yeah. Some, around there, yeah, yeah, that one. Which you're not allowed to busk there. There are people always playing right there. Well, the thing is, there's there's certain areas. It only works between certain streets where you can. Oh, busk. Yeah, okay. So I remember going there. Yeah. Thankfully, I didn't get you know caught or the police didn't say anything yeah but i remember one i got in my first hour and a half i got like 200 dollars. hell yeah that's amazing couldn't believe it mind blown some woman i remember specifically she gave me 40 dollars and i'm like are you sure you want to do that yeah 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 i was like oh thank you so i mean a lot of very nice people damn i hope you played a request (laughs) i hope so too i can't remember remember. hopefully i did yeah but um yeah what kind of when you're busking what kind of like you're playing an acoustic guitar then acoustic guitar i mean see the the problem for me was the amount of gear i'd have to bring right yeah like i'd only bring one guitar which doesn't sound bad but i'd have to bring my amp i'd have to bring a chair i'd have to bring the bag that the amp was going in yep and i'd be getting the l mm-hmm. so i'd have to walk to the l Go yeah. up the stairs or right. escalate or whatever. Get For non-Chicago listeners, the L is a subway or elevated train, depending yeah. Yeah. on where you are. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you'd be stood up on it. Then you'd have to get off. You'd Then you'd have to actually find a, a, a spot mm-hmm. on Michigan Avenue. Because I'd get off at the Chicago Red Line and then I'd walk up to, you know, outside. I used to go, I used to play outside Crate and Barrel a lot. Uh-huh. It's oh, not yeah. there anymore. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 
Um, so it's a fair walk when you've got a lot of gear. That's a, that's a hike, man. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's a hot summer's day. Yeah. So I'm dying mm -hmm. by the time I get there. <laughs> and then I'd, it'd be like kind of plucking up the nerves to actually do it, you know. People would see you setting up and then they kind of, you know. They walk. start gathering, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's it's, it's a, it was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I, I do it on, on the subway as well from time to time. In the winter, I'd do it in the subway. Yeah. Uh, usually at the Chicago Red Line, where you're not allowed to do it. But oh, still, okay. I didn't know you couldn't do it there. Yeah, you're not allowed to do it because you can do it at the Jackson. Jackson, I've seen mm. people. Yeah, know. yeah. So I've done that a few times. Yeah, good acoustics down there too. Yeah. Oh, and that one weird murder hall. That's the long like one? a really long hallway. That oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I bet the murder I bet, hall. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, I get the, just I get in weirded there. out when yeah, I'm there for sure, dude. Yeah, yeah. You'd get a lot of weird people down there. It's so strange. I feel like we, I mean, being the gear, gear buds podcast, man, I'm going to have to work up the muscle memory on that <laughs> one. On it. Like what, what's your, what's your rig like now? What kind of stuff do you play when you're at home? Right, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed. To, not oh, embarrassed. Please. No, I'm, 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 I'm somewhat proud of it because I don't have a lot of gear mm -hmm. or, you know, high end gear. Sure. Like I get people asking me about amps and, oh, you know, what kind of setup, what's your rig, blah, blah. For 99%, well, no, all of my videos, there's only two amps that I use. I've got a Roland Street Cube. That I could see wow. smoking. Yes, I yeah, mean that's. You go. I, love I wasn't that. expecting to hear that. Exactly. I love that. My role, so anytime you you're hearing me play with distortion, uh -huh. it's the Roland Street Cube. Okay. Anytime I'm not playing with distortion, it's a Fishman acoustic amp. Wow. Even when I'm playing Even an electric. electric. Stuff, yeah. Whoa. The, the secret is out. Oh, that's amazing. I like, all it, of a sudden, the reverb prices are going to shoot through <laughs> yeah, the fucking no roof shit, yeah. on all the rolling cubes and Fishman and Well, because like trying to find one on the used market well, now. Well, because that's that's the amp I used to use when I was busking. Uh -huh, uh, right, yeah. Both of those are yeah, super battery, functional. Right? Yeah, exactly. The Roland's battery. Because the, the, the Roland, the, the street cube I got, I got it in Manchester. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a place called Forsyth in Manchester. Mm -hmm. Um, it was 120 pound at the time. I remember, so it was fairly expensive at the time. Yeah, but it's like six. Uh, you'd put in, you charge up six batteries, six double A batteries, and that's how it worked. Yep. Um, but I've, back to the double A's. Uh, yeah. Double A's. Yeah. There it is. Um, but that's the one I use the vast majority of the time. And then Shit. I wanted something a little bit louder because I, th I think that one's a little bit busted. Um, okay. Um, and I remember I got my what did I get? The Fishman Acoustic Amp. Carl, let's see me. Oh. Carl Nurato. Uh, shout out to Carl. Yeah, shout out to Carl. Cheers, Carl. Um, he recommended that, and I, I love that amp. Mm -hmm. I mean, it weighs a ton. Really? But it's it's a great little amp. So I use that uh, as well. They're, they're the two main amps that I use. Uh, Guitar-wise, um, my Telecaster that I got, my black and white Telecaster. Mm -hmm. I don't know what year it is, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. um, I think it might be 2011 because there's a little badge on the back. Uh, it's like an anniversary one? Anniversary, or 2011. Mm -hmm. yeah. Something, it, yeah, 2011, actually, I think. Yeah. Uh, that and um, it's between that and the 335 that I've got mm -hmm. uh, or 335 so they're the two main electrics that I play because mm -hmm. I love the sound of a telly and like, doing the kind of country stuff um, and acoustic uh, it used to be mainly a lag a few years oh, back a lag wow. because yeah because I remember I got that from Manchester obviously I brought it over I got I treated myself on my 21st birthday mm. to a lag guitar is like 250 quid. Um, so that's the guitar I use in a lot of my earlier videos. And then I got a tailor from CME, paid it off, you know, in installments. Yeah, right. Taking out a tailor. The American yeah, way, man. <laughs> <laughs> it took like four or five months. I don't think Carl was too happy with that. But anyway, uh, and then eventually, you know, Taylor reached out to me and blah, blah, blah. I got a f So they were very kind to give me a couple of guitars. So the main acoustic that I really use is the 614 CE, mm -hmm. the V-Class. Um, it's like a cutaway. Beautiful. It's my, Beautiful. It's, it's my favorite acoustic. So that's... Got to get that V-Class bracing. V-Class bracing. Uh, it, it's basically, it's, it's, they so found it's, a way to let the top vibrate even more than right. like the sort of standard X bracing, X -bracing that most people yeah. use. Uh, yeah. Kind of, it's... I'm I'm making a motion with my hands that all the people <laughs> yeah. listening to this are going to be able to see right now. It goes now. like this. It's it, it, yeah. like a bird uh, impression. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much what. <laughs> but like a dying like the bird. The shadow probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so a 614C, what's the other one that you play? Uh, I've got I've got a Loudon, a beautiful Loudon that they've kind of loaned to me. Um, I think it's the 050, something like that. It's like sink, uh, Rosewood, Sinkerwood, something like that. It's out of this world how good it is. The that's sound cool. of it is it's amazing. So I use that when I can. Um, I'm, I'm kind of half afraid to use it half the time because it's such a beautiful sure. guitar, you know. Mm. It sounds incredible. Yeah, so we, like, we like to beat up guitars around here because <laughs> yeah. when you put a ding in it, you don't feel bad. Yeah, I just don't yeah. notice, yeah. But I mean, if you're to look through my Instagram now, you'll see that there's a lot of, there's an awful lot of different guitars on there. Yeah, right. Um, 
which is cool because I mean I've I've been very fortunate enough that people are starting to send me guitars now. Wow. Uh, to kind of borrow. Well, that's what know. I was going to ask you, man. Because yeah. I, I I was looking at your page and I was like, these are like all different guitars. Yeah, you have tons of guitars. It's crazy. But see, the thing is, I don't I don't own. Oh, okay. Most of them, you know. Right. Um, and sometimes I'll do some videos for CME. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll kind of say, hey, take this home, you know, borrow this cool. literally for a day or two, and you know I'll do a video, bring it straight back, you know, obviously. In perfect condition you know I'd, I'd, never I'd, never a dinger mark yeah, on there of no, course of course not course i wouldn't not. trust myself i don't know i feel like if if like you it could probably be marketed as like and this like a special picture highlighting and this ding was done by nathaniel murphy <laughs> yeah, and, and this in this instagram the value video, goes up exactly <laughs> yeah it's like signing it or something but um, yeah they're, they're the main ones yeah. we just saw the i just watched the one you were playing that 12 string we brought this up on this show a oh, few times right okay. that fender 12 oh yeah the green one i love that dude thing. it's it's like we've talked about it on a lot of episodes it's gorgeous i I love that. I, I would kill for one of those. Things. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know if we can say it. I don't know if it's like out in the world, but it was purchased by a very famous person that you probably. Are yeah, aware a, of. yeah. It, it was purchased pretty much straight away. I believe. Like yep. a, even I think possibly by the time we were doing the video, right? It was already sold. It was already sold. Yeah, I remember yeah. going in and looking for it. I got. I saw it in the email. I was like, oh shit! Went yeah. in to look for it, and it, it wasn't even there. It was yeah. gone. Like wow. So. But um, but I, I had my moment with it. it was, yeah, uh, it was and you've cool. got it recorded. So. I've got it recorded. Yeah. Honestly, I, can't take that away. It from was you. Uh, the best twelve string I've ever played. I've got a, a guitar that I'm working on being custom made for me that has a an, uh, 60s Fender 12 string neck like that with yeah. a custom body being made. So if it, I, I'm, I'll have to have you play it and you can tell me if it even comes close to yeah, yeah, uh, the quality <laughs> of that one once it's already. Oh, sure, I'm super be. excited yeah. about it. So, dude, uh, I feel like you know you've taken us you've taken us from top to bottom. Thank you so much for being no, no, so open and candid with pleasure. everything we've you know we've covered where your, your roots, where you came from, the busking, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I just have I guess I just have like one more question for you. Yeah. Um, will you join my band? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why not? Because we're going to the rehearsal space right after this. <laughs> yeah, I'll come down. We'll have a little jam. Why Dude, <laughs> thank you so much. That was fucking awesome. No, thank you for pleasure. coming. No, man. thank you so much for having me on. You know, if I'd love to be on it again at some point. You know, we'd love to have you. Dude. And, and anybody, yeah, anybody listening, please go check Nathaniel out at Zeppelin Bonatron. There we go. I, I think that, I, I think I made do. that like He's got really it, man. bad. Do I didn't even want to try it. Um, <laughs> you will you will you just say it? Where where can people find you on the internet? Uh, Zeppelin Bonatro on Instagram. Uh, Nathaniel Murphy Music on Facebook. They're the main main two. But yeah, Instagram is the, the main one that I use. Awesome. So, Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank Bye. you so much. Thank you. Oh yeah, dude. That's great.